Welcome to Meant to Be Mama podcast. We are your hosts, Meg and Sarah. Two women with one mission, unpacking the real and raw truths of infertility, pregnancy after loss, motherhood, and everything in between. Thank you for joining us today. We are so glad you're here. Hi, guys. This is Sarah. This is Meg. (laughs) Welcome to another episode. Um, I'm so excited about our topic today. We're going to be talking about the 12-week rule, um, which I think is such an interesting thing um, to talk about. So I can't wait to dive into all of that. I did want to touch really quickly um, on our episode with Heather. Like, How amazing is she? I, she's a warrior, truly. Just like truly incredible and inspiring. Even just watching her share her episode via social and just all the women that she helped relate to was really awesome to see and be a part of. And she's now had her transfer. I know. Um, as of pregnant I think, until proven otherwise, but I'm just saying she's pregnant until she has this baby. <laughs> she's pregnant. She's um, pregnant. All of the prayers. Four days Love as of recording this episode, but when it comes out, obviously it'll be more than that. Um, yes. So I'm so excited for her. I thought it also might be fun to do a quick little update um, on where we're at. Um, yeah. If you guys haven't listened to previous episodes, um, which you definitely should go back and listen, Meg is very, very pregnant. Um, very pregnant. <laughs> How many weeks are you now? 35. I've 35. made it. I've made it towards the end. It's so unbelievable. It feels like yesterday. It was just good. I am definitely feeling those last five weeks. Um, but really good, honestly. Just in the mode of nesting and getting this house like fully. I don't know why that happens. Like if you've been pregnant and you're listening to this, like something just comes over you and you're like, my life is a disaster and it needs to be organized. (laughs) Every every other mom's like, just chill. Like, please take this time to relax. I'm like, oh no, I I am. But then like the next second I'm knee deep in organizing my office and whoever, I don't even know, but I feel like it happens to all of us. I remember the last couple of weeks, I would just go up into the nursery and refold his clothes over and over and over and just like reorganize his drawers. Be like, I don't think I like these clothes in this drawer. I think I'm going to move them. And I would just like move them and refold them. I actually YouTubed videos of like how the best ways to fold newborn little onesies. And oh, like fold them I into like need to do squares. that. You shouldn't have said that because now I'm going to go do that after this. <laughs> Yeah, there are YouTube videos that you can look up. (laughs) But no, I feel really good. I feel so just grateful to be at this space in my pregnancy, like actually really feeling the baby moving and like a foot just go across my stomach. And it's just really relieving when you feel something in there 24-7, knowing that it's well and alive and thriving and It's also hard and crazy too because I feel like on the other side of things, like I'm going into the biggest part, which is birth, and there's just – especially after loss, like your brain thinks all these crazy things of, oh my gosh, like I still have to birth this baby and like what if this happens and like I'm just really, really, really trying to stay on the positive side of it all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a whirlwind those last couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we're coming coming to the end. 
Yeah, those the last four weeks were like the fastest and the slowest weeks of my life. Probably more slow than fast. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel that definitely. Yeah. Um, all right, let's jump into it. Twelve. Yeah. So the twelve week rule. Um, the good old twelve week rule. The good old twelve week <laughs> rule. So my two pregnancies were definitely approached very differently with the 12 week rule. I feel like the first one, I really didn't tell, really didn't tell many people at all. I didn't even tell my parents until 11 weeks. Um, that was more so cause I wanted it. I really wanted to surprise them and I wanted to make it really fun and really special for them when I told them, um, cause it was going to be their first grandchild. Um, but yeah, I didn't even tell them until 11 weeks. And then I think I told maybe three or four friends and that was it. Yeah. My first loss, I, like I think I, I mentioned this in my other our other podcast episodes. I literally told no one besides my mom and like I think my best friend at the time and um, my partner at the time. Um, second one, I did tell my close friends because I literally was like, oh my gosh, this is, I didn't even really wait at all. Um, and then the third loss, um, I literally didn't want to share anything until I knew that everything was going to be fine. And that was like the worst thing ever because then I ended up having another loss and yeah, just feeling that it makes you feel so alone. So I was like, oh my gosh, why didn't I tell that many people? And so then when I was going through the loss is really when I opened up to all of my close friends at, like during and after the process of it. Um, and then I think I've shared on my other, on other episodes that like once I really fully opened up, I felt so much better about it. Cause then you have the people to relate to, you know? Yeah. Did you find it was hard telling people like it was kind of like a double whammy? Like I was pregnant and now I'm suffering a loss. Yeah. Yeah. When I feel like maybe it would have just been easier because I feel the same way. I feel like maybe it would have just been easier had I like told people I was pregnant mm-hmm. so that it wouldn't have been, can, I'm kind yeah. of saying two things at once. Yeah. It's absolutely. I mean, I'm even like, I, it's so wild. I was just talking to a friend about this. Like, do you feel like when you go through hard traumas, like your brain kind of blocks it out? Yeah, for sure. That happens to me all the time. And so like, I've been really trying to think of like how I really felt in those moments, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I don't even, it feels like so long ago, but also like it was literally last year. Um, I just remember like certain like moments of it. My brain definitely blocks out kind of all of the numbness, but I remember like, you know, certain breakdowns when they would happen. And two, like when you're going, like when you're going through it, even to like open up about it on social and things, because clearly you're not yourself. Like when you're going through a loss, like we've talked about in other episodes, like you're not going to certain events, you're setting deep boundaries for yourself. I mean, at least I was setting deep boundaries for myself, like was saying no to a lot of things. Um, Just wasn't, if you know me, I'm like this happy, positive, like bubbly personality and you're going through loss and trauma, 
you're just not that, you're not yourself at all. And so you feel like you can't really show up in spaces as yourself because you're going through something, but then you're also like, do I even want to talk about it? You know? So I, yeah, I definitely feel like if this whole stupid 12 week rule wasn't even a thing, even when I announced this pregnancy, I waited until 13 weeks to announce it. Um, granted I was going through, um, all of our things with our specialists and all that. And I was very vocal after my last loss, once I eventually did open up about it, of like what we were going through and what we were doing. So like people knew that, you know, we were, we were trying again. Um, yeah, I, I literally didn't say anything until 13 weeks because, and you'd think it would like after three times, you're like, just tell people like, so you feel better in case anything happens, but you just, it's the stigma that like, you're like, I don't know if I can handle, I don't know. It's so weird. I, yeah, with my second one, um, I would tell people in person, I was supposed to go to a bachelorette party when I was, I think I was maybe at that point seven. When was it? No, it was maybe even, it's maybe even earlier than that. It might've been, I was maybe six or seven weeks pregnant and I was supposed to go to a bachelorette party um, that was going to be like wild. <laughs> um, and like, Yay, I, <laughs> I called my doctor and I was like, Hey, I'm supposed to be like going to this bachelorette. If it were you, what would you do? And she was like, to be honest, I just, after what you just went through, I just don't think it's worth it to go. And if, you know, God forbid something does happen, you're just going to wonder. Um, and so I didn't go. Um, so I told my friend why. Um, and then and then a bunch of people obviously asked why I wasn't on The Bachelorette. So I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to lie to people. I'm just going to tell people, you know, in person it's because I'm pregnant and, you know, I'm six weeks or I'm seven weeks or however far along I was. Um, so that time I definitely just told people in person, what was going on if, cause, cause people did ask, it was, she was a coworker. So a bunch of people that I worked with all knew that I was supposed to be going. I had taken time off of work to go. So, um, and then like, I obviously clearly sudden, wasn't there from pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, why isn't she there? Um, so I just told, I just told people, um, but I didn't, publicly like say anything. I didn't announce it on Instagram or anything like that um, until 13 weeks. And even then when I did announce it, I it was like crazy anxiety when it's I did. So yeah. It's like why is it so normal and accepted that we have to wait? Like how many times, I mean, even I, I've got I got a couple of comments like, oh well she should have didn't you remember we were talking about this? Somebody said like, oh they should have waited 12 weeks and maybe they my wouldn't sister, have had this embarrassment or something like that. Like, what did they say? My sister overheard a conversation. Um, she was working and she overheard a conversation. This is while I was going through my first loss. So she like, it really kind of triggered her, but she, she overheard a conversation and it was two girls talking. Um, and they were talking about another friend who had lost, um, a pregnancy. And one of the girls said, well, that's what she gets for announcing it at nine weeks. Ugh. And it's like so much fear that is just like so much fear. 
embedded in us as women, like, oh, well, we can't share because, like, God forbid we make anyone else uncomfortable. You know? It's the and it's only like, no- loss. It's the only death that you're not supposed to talk about. Yeah. That you're just and supposed to other- go about your life like it didn't didn't happen. You're not supposed to tell anyone. No one's supposed to know. Um, and the 12-week rule obviously infor- like reinforces that idea that you don't tell people because if you lose this baby, you don't tell people about that. Yeah. Which just is just crazy. Just with your life. Just pretty much telling women that they have to just live with this secret and this trauma forever without letting anyone else in. Because and it's so many women do. One in one in four women have a miscarriage. So one in four women. I mean, I want. I do wonder what the statistic is of women who talk about it. It's got to be very low. So just all of these women are just like walking around, going about their life, and like you have no idea they could have had a miscarriage like two days ago. It's crazy. It's literally crazy. I even. What's well, so? That's the whole whole topic of other another topic of conversation, but even the things, it's just like the things that people say because of the stigmas and and things that are put around this, this topic, whether pregnancy after loss, the 12 week rule, even being pregnant. Like the other day, somebody said to me, Oh my God, you are so big. Are you sure you're not having twins? (laughs) Oh my gosh. That kills me. People say that to me all the time. What is happening? Like what, like what goes through people's minds that like make them think it's okay to like say whatever they want to people who like. Towards the very end, towards the very end of my pregnancy, I started really, it was really hard for me not to say like people, just random strangers. Like I remember walking, like walking by in parking lots and people just saying like, whoa, way past due. And I'm like, no, I have another no, six I'm 30 weeks. weeks. Actually, I've got 10 weeks to go. <laughs> or like, oh my gosh, you're huge. And it would take everything towards the end of my pregnancy for me to not say, wow, you too. Like, <laughs> Such so an true. odd thing to comment on women's bodies. What did you bodies? have for lunch? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so strange. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I just think people just – either they don't think before they say these things or they've like I, – I wonder. Like this woman who told me, I'm like, I know she has like seven dogs. So I'm like, maybe you've never had kids. So you, know, you just question like – when people like the woman who said that behind closed doors, you know, with your sisters listening, like she probably has never experienced loss. Like people just don't know unless they've been through it, you know? No, I feel like no woman who has been pregnant is going to go out to another pregnant woman and be like, wow, you're so big. Are you sure there's not twins in there? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember um, teaching spin and a woman coming up to me after I was teaching and being like, oh, how far along are you? And I think I was, I think I was probably six months. And so I said, oh, I'm six months. And she just stared, she just kind of stared at my belly, looked back (laughs) up at me, kind of like tilted her head and then like walked away and turned around, looked at me again. And I was like, cool. Thanks. (laughs) This is what I look like six months pregnant. Yeah. It just pregnancy, you guys, pregnancy law. Like you're just, it's like a, it's just such a wild ride, all of it together. Such a wild ride. When we're talking about like the 12 week rule and like the differences. So we just talked to Heather last week on our last episode. And 
like we shared, and if you listen to her story and her journey, and if you follow her on social, like she's very vocal and open about her IVF journey. And she just had her little baby boy, um, you know, uh, she had her procedure. So she has like, quote unquote, like a two day old embryo, like in her belly. And she's very vocal and talking about it and the amount of support and love and all the things that she's getting, um, which she should and every woman should when they're going through the journey of becoming mama. Um, like that's so accepted and so open and positive. But on the other note, just people who are quote unquote naturally getting pregnant, it's like, what's the difference? You know, like why do we have to have this fear around waiting 12 weeks? Because God forbid, if you lose it, it's like, Oh, she should have waited or, you, you know, um, you know what I mean? Like it's just so crazy. The yeah. Acceptance why of- is it? Why is it that we can't say like, oh, like we're trying to have a baby, and then we got pregnant? Well, I, when we were talking about it, you're like, because it's pretty much you're saying we're gonna have a lot of sex. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is that what it is? is, that what makes it is it because I don't know. IVF is so like medical and clinical, and like mm-hmm. so it's not kind of a taboo or, or as taboo thing to talk about than mm-hmm. being like. All right, me and my partner are going to start having sex all the time so that we can try to have a baby. But even if you didn't say that, why can't you say – why can't you just say we've been – like we're trying to have a baby. I could be pregnant. We want to have a baby. Yeah. And then – and I just found out that I'm I'm pregnant, so I'm I'm four weeks pregnant. And prayers up that, you know. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Yeah, why is that – Versus like, oh, well, hopefully everything goes well, you know? Ooh, maybe maybe you shouldn't tell people about that. It's crazy. It's really, really odd. Crazy Um, versus like, it's happening. Like, this baby is going to stick. It's going to be great. Like, you know, it's just at the end of the day, like, we're all on a journey and we're all trying to get to the same place of becoming parents. And it's hard either way, but... It's your I think journey, maybe you know? I think I think one of the things for me that I think about because then I think about okay in the next I want to have another child so in the next pregnancy will I say it right away I mean we have we now have a podcast about it um, so will I say it right away and part of me still is like if I God forbid have another loss um, I mean God willing I get pregnant again and then if I do suffer another loss. I will definitely talk about it. I just part of me is like I don't know if I'm going to want to talk about it at the exact moment that I'm going through it. That part scares me a little bit. Um, I feel like because I didn't talk about mine until about two months later, so I was able to. I was definitely still going through it, but I was able to process a little bit, a little bit. I feel like it would be difficult to talk about it while yeah. it's kind of happening. What I think what what I think would at least you know for me like say that same scenario we got pregnant again we're like okay hey guys four weeks say like say a little prayer we're so excited and if anything were to happen I think it makes it easier to be like I'm str- I'm going through another loss and I'm taking time off so I'm not and I'm not going to talk about it in time ready so please like pray over our family. And give it like grant us this grace in this time to take a step back and, and heal and grieve together. And then it like gives you the permission to like and other people to at the same time be like, oh my gosh, 
I'm going to give them time. I'm going to send them flowers. I'm going to check in on it. You know, like I feel like so it makes people it, know what's going on. Yeah. Versus like to, having to struggle in silence for two months and be like, so this is what's been going on. I haven't been able to show, like, even if you wanted to show up anywhere on social or in person, you know, like instead of hiding it being like, I don't know, just having that kind of out there. So people know like, Oh, I'm going to give them grace, you know, or boundaries or whatever. Because I do, I definitely do see more people, um, sharing in real time when they're going through IVF for sure. And I don't know that I've seen any, I don't know that I've seen anyone share just if they've conceived naturally, um, or, uh, yeah, I mean, conceived naturally sharing right away. I don't know that I know any like personal examples of it. Yeah. I'm trying to think like, cause I didn't right away after my loss, but I was definitely posting sad things cause I was not, I was not well at all. People are like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I mean, I just left social media for you did. Yeah, you were- at least a month. Yeah. I was just, I couldn't go on it cause it was all, it was all babies. Yeah. My algorithm was all babies. I I couldn't. So was mine. I couldn't even like mindlessly scroll through anything. So how do we how do we help make this topic like less like it's so sad because even us like the voices of this 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 topic in a sense like how do you make it less taboo or make you feel more comfortable? You know, not even have, not even that you have to share it in real time. But like, I'm pregnant. I'm super excited. No, I didn't wait 12 weeks. Fuck off if you care. And if you have a loss, like I had a loss, I'm checking out, like pray for us. Yeah. You know, like how do we make that? I don't know. How does that become normal? It's Mm -hmm. interesting too because like every pregnancy book that I read, um, there's always kind of a a chapter or a paragraph about like – The 12-week rule. (laughs) The twelve week rule, or or that the chances of miscarriage decrease greatly after twelve weeks, and that's why most women will wait until after twelve weeks to share the good news. And it's just it's just reinforced over and over and over and over to not tell people because the only reason it's literally the only reason is because if you lose the baby, you don't have either to. you well, and, might and not two, want to share might, that might not want to like you know we gone going through it and now on the backhand of it like we see the goodness in in possibly sharing but like if like your first time like you know and that's it, probably that's just because of society and like what we're taught is normal you know but i'm sure there's people on here that are listening that are like oh my gosh I couldn't even imagine telling people, you know, or having to like go through that. But it just, I, and I think just from us and like talking to Heather and other women that have gone through it, how much relief we feel when we do talk about it versus holding it in, you know? So I think that's really our goal is just to let, have you, let you guys all in on the fact that like, whatever makes you feel most comfortable, like you're going to do. And that's what we encourage you to do. But there's something wildly like calming when you just let it out and let your people know you like around you know what you're going through because then it 
the because the more at the end of the day, the more we talk about it, the more and the more and more people talk about it. Our hope is that it's treated the same way as if you were to lose a loved one, grandparent, you know, whatever. Like you want to feel that love and that support when you're going through losing something that you love so much. And it, in this realm, you don't have that love and support. And so that's our goal is to really help women feel comfortable enough to open up to get that love and support that we all so deeply crave when we're going through loss and grief, you know? Yeah. I think it's definitely a personal, you know, it's definitely a personal decision, but I think that it should be more about the person that's going through it rather than making other people around you potentially uncomfortable. Um, because I know that that was huge for me that I didn't want to make people uncomfortable by saying what I was going through. Um, but by doing that, I was really doing a disservice to myself and my own feelings and my own emotions and making it a lot harder on me to hold everything in. Definitely. Well, we'd love to know like, you know, your guys's thoughts on this topic. I need to make a post on our Instagram. <laughs> so that yeah. You guys and on our, fa- in our Facebook group, I would love to start a discussion about it too. If you did share, if you didn't share, if you shared, you know, to close friends and family or, you know, and how it worked for you and maybe what you learned from it or what you might've done differently. Um, yeah, I yeah, would just love to hear other people's experiences. Up. And if it's maybe then if the time, you know, if, if you have gotten pregnant after loss, if you did anything differently, um, in your, yeah. Yeah. in your next pregnancies. So I think it's just a topic that I would love to continue to discuss and, um, yeah, just continue to talk about so that people know that they don't have to, you know, be silent. And, and first trimester pregnancy is so hard too. That it's so hard. Literally, to be you're just like it. throwing up on your couch for twelve <laughs> weeks, and nobody knows. You're just like you just ah, feel I'm... horrible, yeah. and you have to pretend like you don't. I'm good. Everything's well, but I'm not. Yeah, everything's fine. I'm gonna run to the bathroom and throw up everything that I've eaten all day today, yeah. and not tell anybody about it. Literally. Man, oh man. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. And let's keep this conversation going. Definitely. Thanks for listening. It would mean everything to us if you'd rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us, your hosts, on Instagram at Meg Och, M-E-G-O-C-C-H, and at S-J-Silk, S-J-S-I-L-K, and follow at meant to be mama underscore podcast for all podcast related updates. Our biggest goal is to create community in this space. So feel free to DM us, introduce yourself and share your stories. If you're open to it, you can also find our private meant to be mama community by requesting us on Facebook and searching meant to be mama podcast community. You can find all of these links in the show notes. See you next episode.